Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hello and welcome on today's show. We have Tommy Campbell. He is a motivator, author, and this guy has a lot to share about creating people into the right space and mental capacity to be their awesome self. Hello and welcome to the show, Tommy. How are you doing today? I am wonderful. I am great. How are you today, Aaron? I'm outstanding. In the midst of lockdown and all this uh, staying at home, it must be very interesting as a motivator to motivate and to send content out there to kind of get people into that space where they can continue to grow and move in the success that they want to achieve. Absolutely, yes. I completely agree. What I've done, I made a promise to the whole world that I will put out free content, free motivational videos every single day to keep the people motivated, encouraged, inspired, and mostly to keep them positive during this difficult time and unprecedented times. And I just love the people. You know, I'm just a motivational speaker. I'm not just about making the money. I really care about the people because there are so many motivational speakers. All they are concerned about is getting that big check, but they don't really care about the people. But I love and I really care about the people. And I want to see everybody become successful and achieve their dreams and goals. I know what it's like to be at rock bottom and, and just have a lot of problems. I've been there. How did you find your own motivation, Tommy? The way I found my motivation, you know, I've, my whole life up until this point, I've always been the underdog. Just to share my story, you know, I flunked in the first grade. I grew up with a learning disability all throughout elementary school. 
middle school and high school. I was bullied in school. I was picked on. I was always the underdog. I was told I was restarted. I was just always picked on. I was an outcast. I didn't have any friends. It just seemed like my life was never going to amount to anything. And then when I got into high school, I was an at-risk youth. I was troubled. And I barely graduated high school. And my high school teacher told me I wasn't going to graduate high school. And she said I wasn't smart enough to go to college. And, you know, just everything that I've been through, you know, I just always, there was something about me in the midst of all of my failures and my mistakes and everything that I've been through when I was young and little. I was self-motivated. I always knew how to encourage myself. At an early age, I knew how to encourage myself and tell myself that even though I'm going through this, you know, I'm going to come out of this. And in 2009, I became homeless, living on the streets and begging for food. Right after that, I was shot multiple times and pronounced dead. And uh, here today, you know, I just told myself, you know, I'm going to make it through this. And everything I was going through, I said, I'm going to get through this. And, you know, I got my bachelor's degree and then I ended up flunking out of college acting college on academic probation and I got my master's and my doctoral degree but the hardest thing for me to do was when it was time to go for my doctoral degree and write that dissertation because of my, my academic challenges and I just had to keep telling myself you can write dissertation and now I'm a published author of two books and currently working on my third book and now I'm a motivational speaker and and here I am today changing people's lives with my story. It must have been hard to grow in that environment where you're educated. It was so hard. Yeah, it must have been. And how did you overcome that harshness of, of people telling you you're not great, not good? There was something in me, you know, I was primarily raised by my grandmother. She always encouraged me and motivated me and inspired me. And then my mother, she always encouraged me and inspired me. So it was my grandmother and my mother who instilled in me positivity and they encouraged me. And actually, you know, my mom, she made a man out of me whenever I was going through and I flown out of college and I was going through my mom, you know, you know, to everybody else, they may have said that she was wrong, but she made a man out of me. She did not let me come back home. And I'm so glad my mother did not let me come back home. You know, it made me dig within myself to figure out who I am as a person. And imagine if she would have let me come home as a grown man living with my parents. You know, I wouldn't be who I am today. I wouldn't be where I'm at today. I wouldn't be married to the amazing woman that I have. I wouldn't have the children that I have. I wouldn't be a motivational speaker that I am today. And I would not have accomplished everything that I've accomplished had she let me come back home. And sometimes when young adults are going through, don't be so quick and want to just go back home to mommy and daddy and go back to them. You know, you got to muster up yourself and figure this thing out on your own. So I'm just so glad that she was strong enough and didn't let me come back home because it changed my life for the better. Of course, it was hard and it seemed like I wasn't going to make it. I wanted to quit. I wanted to give up. I was depressed. You know, there was a there was even a point in my life where I didn't even want to live. But it, it just, it brought out the best in me. In those harsh times where you're on the streets and you're trying to figure out how to get back home to your, to your home, how did you overcome it? Or how did you figure out the, the right answer to come back home? You know, I just had faith. It's basically how I was raised. It was what my mother and my grandmother instilled in me, you know. You know, as I was young, they just poured into me so much. Everything that they taught me, 
you know, I took what they taught me whenever I was little. And as I was growing up in the hot middle school, a high school, everything that they taught me and instilled in me, I just used it and applied it. And, and it got me through it, you know, and my faith as well. In that experience where you're trying to get home, did it teach you something? It taught me so much. It just taught me that whenever you get stuck in situations and life gets hard, you don't necessarily have to run home to mommy and daddy because I'd already graduated high school. So, you know, I was in college when I started going through. I realized, you know, OK, I can make it on my own. And when my mom didn't let me come back home, I had to figure it out on my own. And I did. It made me a better person. It made me more ended up on myself. You know, and it, and, it, and it was a point made me to where I didn't have to depend on people. And it helped me in the long run that no matter what I go through, I don't necessarily always have to run to mommy and daddy. I'm a man now. You know, I figured it out on my own. And I'm just so glad she didn't let me come back home because I wouldn't be who I am today. And I'm glad I, I wasn't a grown man still living with mommy and daddy. Sounds like that experience made you resilient. This is the thing. When you're going through pain, and you're going through trouble and you're going through bad situations, two things that happen. Either you can take your failures, your past, your mistakes, and you can stay stuck in life. You can stay in prison in your own mind and not do anything with your life. Or number two, you can take all of your pain and everything that you've been through and use it for something positive. I chose number two. I took all of my pain and everything that I've been through, my failures, my past, my mistakes, And I made a choice to use it for something positive, to become a motivational speaker and use my story as fuel and motivation to change people's lives. Because I'm a firm believer that no matter what you're going through, you can make it. And this is where so many people mess up at. They focus on the problem. They stay stuck in their past. They stay stuck on their failures. But you can't focus on the problem. You got to focus on the solution and focus on becoming a better person and use what you're going through to do something positive with your life. Because pain is only temporary. Trouble don't last always. And it's in the dark. It's when you're in the darkest moment of your life that some of the greatest things can happen in your life. Pain can be overcome, but in that moment of darkness, you probably doubt everything. And that's probably what you felt in that darkness time of, of trying to become a man. Yes, that's what I want to say. When I was in the dark, there was times I wanted to give up. I cried at night. I cried so hard, I just snot was coming out of my nose. I was deeply depressed. I didn't want to live. It was just a point I thought when I was in that dark moment going through that, I just thought nothing great was ever going to happen for me. And that's what I want to tell people. You know, sometimes you know, when you're going through those dark moments, whenever you're in deep depression, whenever you're in your problems, there are going to be times where you will want to quit. There was two internal voices speaking to me. There was an internal voice that was telling me to give up and I'm not going to make it through this. And then there was that second internal voice that was telling me, Tommy, you're going to make it through this. Don't give up. But I made a choice to listen to the internal voice that was telling me that I was going to make it through this. Do we all have those two voices in us, Tommy, do you think? I believe we do. There's that internal voice that tells you that you're not going to make it, that you can't do it, that just give up on life. And then there's that other internal voice that tells you that you can make it. You're going to come through this. But you just have to make a choice to listen to the right internal voice that's in your mind. 
when was that light bulb moment in your life to choose a second voice? When I chose the second internal voice that tell me that I could make it was whenever I was homeless. There was that internal voice just telling me that I was going to make it through this. And I listened to that second voice. And this is who I am today. It's interesting how something that dark can sculpt something beautiful out of listening to a voice where it creates positivity in us. Absolutely. How can we do that? Is there tools that we can use or is it just um, pure instinct and motivation? It's just principles and tools and this instinct and motivation. What I suggest, it's a mindset. I really can't explain it. It's just, I'll go back to when I flunked the first grade. There was even something in me, even when I flunked the first grade. I can't explain it. It's something that was just embedded in me to just to believe in myself and know that one day I was going to be something. I quite didn't get it when I flunked the first grade, but when I got in middle school and high school and I was going through all of these problems, I was struggling academically. I had a reading and comprehension problem. I made bad grades, but there was something in me. There was, I always listened to that internal voice telling me that I'm going to make it, that I'm going to do this. I'm going to go to college. I'm going to do something with my life. I was always a positive person. I can't explain it. And what I want to tell people is that it is a mindset. It's how you see life. You know, you must develop a positive mindset. You must become positive because whenever you're negative, negative people will always stay stuck in life. Do you think that you were so different and unique that the the educational system couldn't help you figure out your your passion and dream and being this amazing motivator? When I became homeless and uh, after my accident, that's when I realized, you know, because my academic advisor, he said, he told me, Tommy, he said, you're going to be an awesome speaker one day. He said, you're going to touch many people's lives. He said, you're already got your master. So he he said, you might as well go for your doctoral degree. You're going to touch millions and millions of people's lives, you know, through speaking and, and your story. Luckily, I had an awesome academic advisor who encouraged me. And when I was going for my master's degree, I wanted to quit. I was about to withdraw because I knew I, I wasn't the smartest. I struggled writing papers. I struggled academically. And it took me about six years to get my master's. It was supposed to take three years but it took me six years because of my struggle academically and not being, which, well, what people would say, the smartest person. But I, I had a grind in me. There was something in me. I had a fight. I was a lion. You know, I was chasing that Giselle. You know, I wanted to do something with my life. You know, I was, I was always all about the process. And that's what you have to be. You know, if you want to become successful, you know, you just, it can't be just about the money. Can't be, it has to be about the process the journey and the hunt I totally agree the hunt is, is what is what we're looking for and it sounds like over those six years you were developing how to sharpen the knife and, and grab the, the meat or the, the prize of, of what you wanted to achieve yes and do you feel that um, even though people weren't telling you you, you were smart and internally or inside you were intelligent and smart I'm glad you asked that because everybody was telling me what I couldn't do. Nobody believed in me. They said I wasn't going to amount to anything. 
uh, that's remember what we talked about earlier that second eternal voice I would say I, I always in, in the midst of everybody doubting me in the midst of people not believing in me people giving up on me people writing me off I always listen to that second eternal voice that was telling me Tommy you are smart you are intelligent you can go to college you can be you can accomplish your dreams you can get that doctoral degree you can write books you can become an author you you will you will be one of the greatest that one of the top motivational speakers one day in life do you think that what we inspire to do inside resonates out but yet the people that are around us are kind of making us stay where we are even though we understand the potential that we have internally I completely agree. Environment is very important because what's going to determine whether or not you achieve greatness and success, it depends upon the type of environment you're in. I wasn't born with a silver spoon in my mouth, and I wasn't always necessarily in the right environment. But even though I wasn't always in the right environment, Internally, I had that inner will. I had that, I always, there was something about me. I always had that beast mode. Even in high school, I had that beast mode. You know, I told myself, you know, I didn't even go to my prom. When I got in high school, I stopped dating. I didn't go to my prom. I studied for the SAT to get into college. I mean, I was literally focused just on going to college. I skipped my high school prom. I cut off all my friends in high school. When I would go to lunch in high school, I would sit by myself. All the other students, they were sitting with their friends, goofing off and talking. But I was sitting by myself every day in high school. I had to had the SAT book studying for the SAT to get into college. Because I wanted it just that bad. So even in the midst of my environment, there was something in me. But everybody's not that fortunate. Some people are in the wrong environments and they're not able to bring out that greatness that's on the inside of them. But for me, there was something in me, there was something in me internally, even though I wasn't in the best environment, I still brought that inner drive, that inner beast, that beast mode, that lion mode, that grind, that 120% to get into college. And I cut off everybody in high school. You mentioned about the silver spoon and how you felt like you weren't in, in that environment. But if you were in that environment growing up, do you think you would send, still end up in the same position? That's a good question. I would say that it's not the kind of family you were born in. It's not where you come from. Just because you've been born with a silver spoon in your mouth, you come from a wealthy family. You go to the Ivy League high schools, it still doesn't guarantee you success because there are so many successful people, there are so many millionaires and billionaires and wealthy people and what you call successful people, they're still not happy because happiness is just not necessarily having the big house, the money, the cars. If me as a motivational speaker, it's not just to be about speaking and telling people, oh, it's about getting that big house, it's about getting the family, it's about getting that fat bank account. But I want people to be whole, spiritually, emotionally, and healthy. I want you to be whole in your relationships, your marriages, your families, with your children, in every area of your life. Because there are billionaires and millionaires that commit suicide because the money alone doesn't, doesn't guarantee happiness. What guarantees happiness then? What guarantees happiness is whenever you are whole spiritually, emotionally, and mentally. 
because you want to be in a place to where you're whole spiritually, emotionally, and mentally. Because if you're whole spiritually, emotionally, and mentally, then you can enjoy everything else. I'm about making you being whole in every area of your life, being that whole person, not that incomplete person that's successful, but that whole people. Because, and let me give you an example. There's so many successful professional athletes. They become successful. They become millionaires. They become successful. But because there is a deficiency in who they are spiritually, emotionally, and mentally, they they still they get to that level and they get in trouble. And then they lose everything because they get in trouble. In being whole, do you think that's unleashing the genius in some way? If you're whole spiritually, emotionally, and mentally, you can accomplish anything. You can literally do anything if you are that complete and whole person. Because I say this all the time, don't be willing to go where you're not willing to take character and integrity with you. Because so many people get to the top and because they're not whole, there is a deficiency. There is a lack of character and integrity. So they don't stay at the top and they lose everything because they're not whole as a person and they lack that character and that integrity. So they can't stay whole. How can someone stay whole? The way you stay whole, this, this is what I say, it's a mindset because this is what you do. In life, life has a way of happening. This, I always say this, life happens. And what I mean by say life happens, you're always going to go through something. There is something that's always going to happen that's going to challenge who you are. You're going to go through trials. You're going to go through tribulations. Things are going to happen. Negative things are going to happen. But this is what you do. All things work together for the good. And when I say all things work together for the good, that means the good, the bad, and the ugly. As long as you keep living, something tragic is going to happen in your life. But when tragedy hits your life, this is what you should always do. Don't let that tragic thing that happened to you cause you to give up on life. But use that tragic thing that happens to you to cause you to do something great in your life. Because my greatest thing that happened in my life, the tragedy that happened in my life, was when my grandmother passed away. She was like my mother. She was my best friend. She pretty much raised me. And whenever she passed away in 2005, I thought it seemed like my life was over. I could have chose to be a victim of that and stay depressed and not do anything with my life. But when she passed away, it gave me fuel and motivation to do something with my life. And I chose to be positive because I knew my grandmother she would not want me to stay stuck in life because she died. She would want me to go on with my life and make her proud. So I said, Grandmama, I'm going to make you proud. I'm going to do something with my life. How did your grandmother influence you and become your best buddy? She taught me how to read. She taught me how to study. She taught me multiplication. She helped me in school. You know, even when I struggled academically, you know, she helped me. And she just, you know, she took care of me and she was my best friend. It must have been hard to lose a best friend that kind of showed you everything. Yes, and my mom as well. 
my mom was, you know, she played a, my mother, she played a significant role in my life. You know, she always encouraged me, you know, when I was in college and I would call her, you know, and I wanted to quit and give up and I was going through and I was still trying to find myself. You know, my mother, she always encouraged me and told me one day I was going to do something awesome with my life. My mother, she always encouraged me as well. Tommy, what would success look like for you if you achieved everything? My success is seeing other people succeed. Because as a motivational speaker and a motivator and a coach, I care about the people. My success is not in me becoming successful, but what will make me successful is everybody that I speak to and everybody that I come in contact with, whenever I see them accomplish their dreams and accomplish their goals, to me, that's my success not just in my personal success. My success is is seeing you and everybody else that I come in contact with accomplish their dreams. To me, that's that's success. And how do you prepare and and thrive to to meet that goal? The way I prepare and thrive to meet that goal, you know, it's in routine, it's in my daily routine. I wake up early every morning, I'm grateful. You know, I have gratitude every day before when I wake up, I say, I'm thankful for this day. Today is going to be a great day. I'm thankful for my wife. I'm thankful for my children. I'm thankful for my house. I'm thankful for the car that I have. It's about gratitude. Because when you have gratitude and you are grateful for the things that you have and you develop that daily routine and develop those positive affirmations telling you that you're going to be somebody, you can do this, you can accomplish everything. I'm grateful for where I am. Then to me, that's a great place to be. And don't be negative because so many people, they are negative. They are a victim because you can only play the victim for so long. Yes, I, I understand this. People get hurt. People have a rough childhood. People have horrible things that happen to them. But you can't play the victim for the rest of your life. You have to take everything negative that has happened to you and you got to make the choice to use it for something positive. You can't play the victim or you can't blame other people for the rest of your life or what happened to you. And with someone who was who was on the streets for a while, do you appreciate gratitude and affirmations more than someone else that hears it or reads it in the book, do you think? Oh, absolutely. You know, I had to teach myself this. I didn't have nobody to teach me this. You know, when I was on the streets, when I was homeless, you know, when I was struggling, I had to preach this to myself. I had to tell myself, Tommy, you're not going to be on the streets forever. You're not going to be homeless. Tommy, you're going to make it through this, what you're going through. You know, I had to preach this to myself. I became this. It's not something that I read in a book. It's not something that somebody taught me this. I, I taught myself this. I became my motivator. I became self-motivated. And if you're going to be great, if you're going to be successful, you're going to have to become self-motivated. People are not going to always be in a position to where other people will motivate you. You have to become self-motivated. And I say this, you have to develop that authentic why, authenticity. Your why has to be so potent. What I mean by potent, it has to be so powerful. So whenever life hits you, because of your why, you will keep going. 
I also think your why has to be so powerful that gives you the the willies or the the shakes or the the goosebumps because that means you're going to achieve it and it's going to be authentic to you. Absolutely, I completely agree. So, in becoming successful, you've become fearless in some way. And is there a way of figuring out how to be that fearless lion who is about to attack and be who they want to be? Yes, to become that lion, and to become that lion that's all about the hunt and chasing that Giselle. And notice when you're chasing the Giselle, you don't want to chase after a hurt Giselle because sometimes when a lion sees a hurt Giselle. He's not after that Giselle that's, that's hurt. He's after that Giselle that's running. Because a lion is all about the hunt. And if you're going to become great and successful, you have to make that choice. You have to say, it's about a choice. You have to make a decision. It starts within your mind. It's really about the mindset and how you think. You have to go from being pessimistic. You have to go from being negative to be an optimistic and positive. It's about a choice. You have to make it up in your mind that you are going to become positive and that you're going to take everything that you've been through and you're going to use it for something positive. And it's about a decision. You got to see it in your mind. You got to see yourself accomplishing your dreams. You got to see yourself becoming successful in your mind first. And once you see it in your mind, then it's going to manifest in the natural. It's interesting how when you see it in your mind, it manifests into the physicality world and it becomes what you want. But it takes patience, the way you grow a seed and you make it grow into an oak tree over a period of time. And I think patience is the natural key of, of becoming successful. Absolutely. And I want to talk about patience. You have to let patience have its perfect work. I'm going to say that again. Let patience have its perfect work. And the example of that, whenever, you're, whenever you want to become successful, whenever you want to accomplish your dreams, it's not going to always happen overnight. It's about the journey. It's about the process. It's about the hunt. So within that process, within that journey, you must develop patience. In order to develop that patience, you have to focus so much on the process and you have to focus so much on the journey. And while you're focusing on the process and the journey, you're developing patience and you're letting patience have its perfect word. Because so many people, they want to get to the greatness so quickly. But no, you have to develop patience and focus on the process and the journey. Because during the process and the journey, you're learning so much about life. You're learning so much about yourself when you're focusing on the journey and the process because you have to invest in you. You have to spend time with yourself because so many people, they don't know who they are because their whole life, they've had people around them. They're always focusing on other people and they don't even invest time with themselves and they don't even know themselves. I think the reason why patience is so important is because we, we want it right now. Absolutely. And what would your view be about that? About wanting it right now. Yeah. It's very important what you just said. So many people, they just want it now. Like they want, they want to become great now. They want to become successful now. You can't just want it now. You have to want to go through the process. You have to enjoy the process because when you start enjoying the process, 
and the journey, once you get it, you will be able to embrace getting it in a better way because you've enjoyed the process and the journey. And you can't just have the mindset, oh, I want it now. I want to be successful now. I want my dreams now. I want to, I want that business now. I want to win the Super Bowl now. I want to be a doctor now. I want to be a lawyer now. You can't have that mindset, I want it now, now, now. Because if you have that mindset, I want it now, 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 that negates the process and the journey. What you need to do, don't have the mindset that you want it now, now, now. Have the mindset, I want to go through the journey, 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 process, 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 journey, 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 process, process, process. Because the beauty is not in having it now, 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 but the beauty is going through the journey, the journey, the process, the process, and not the having it now, 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 now. I think it's like a ship you set sail and from New York to Spain you're going to hop on you're going to travel through the Atlantic and it's going to take you months or maybe years to get there but once you hit land in in Spain you're going to be like I made this and I think the same thing applies to goal success uh, achievements as well absolutely and Tommy if, if someone comes to you and say hey I you know I have this outstanding or urging goal I want to achieve in the next few years what would be the advice you give them to prepare to achieve that goal the advice when I tell them if they come to me and they say they have an idea and they want to do something they want to achieve something within the next few years what I would tell them to do you got to see it before you see it that's where it starts you got to see it before you see it. And what I mean by that, you got to see it before you see it. I would tell them, you got to envision yourself right now, seeing yourself having it in your mind because it starts in your mind. Anybody who has ever become great, they saw it in their mind first. Like all the great inventors, you know, the person who invented the airplanes, the phones, the computers, and everybody that did these great inventions, the person that invented the light bulbs, everybody who who done these great inventions, it started in their mind. So it all starts in the mind. The mind is the most powerful organ. It is the most powerful thing, the mind. And anything that has ever become created, like Facebook, Google, YouTube, Apple, Microsoft, Amazon, it all started in the mind. These great inventors, they saw it before they saw it. Before it manifested in the natural, they saw themselves doing it in their mind. So what I would tell them, I would tell them, you got to see it before you see it. You got to dream it, dream it, dream it. And then after that, then it's time to to do action. It's time to take those necessary steps, minuscules, taking one step at a time once you see it before you see it I think this is a great analogy it's like a fisherman you know they bring the rods the fish they bring the rods the worms everything they need to catch the fish they attach the worm onto the hook they throw the reel into the water and they wait for a fish to catch I think that's the exact same approach to to human success absolutely that's that's wonderful when you hear that Tommy is that how how you felt when you were becoming a motivational speaker that you were kind of fishing for your, your dream to be reality absolutely i was fishing for it absolutely that's exactly how i what i did in fishing for it did you understand the nuances of mindset as as well how to be in the right the right mindset for anything to become a reality absolutely 
the person that helped me a lot was a motivational speaker, Dr. Eric Thomas, which is, uh, he is ET, the hip hop preacher, Dr. Eric Thomas, who is uh, the, one of the uh, top motivational speakers in the world, if probably the number one motivational speaker in the world. Uh, he was my inspiration. I started following him and he just really changed my life and really helped me uh, to uh, be, he had played a major impact in me becoming who I am today as a motivational speaker. Did you feel like he was a mentor in, in, in you in some way? Absolutely. My story was similar to his and he just played a significant role in my life just listening to his motivational videos every day, just soaking in all of his knowledge and his wisdom. And, you know, I just, you know, applied what he taught to my life and he, and it just played, and it was a major role impact in my life of who I am today. And if someone is, is struggling with mindset, what would your advice be in that? With someone who is struggling with mindset, that's the good question. With someone is struggling, it's important that they get in the right environment. It's important that they surround themselves around the right people because bad company corrupts good character. What determines your success and what determines how far you're going to go in life is the type of environment you're in and the type of people you're surrounded around because bad company corrupts good character. So you become who you hang around. So if you're in the wrong environment, you're around negative people, it's going to rub off on you because bad company corrupts good character. So it's about changing your environment. And if something has to resonate within your mind, it's, it's a mindset, you know, you have to make this decision because whenever I was homeless and whenever I was going through what I was going through, you know, I just I just made the decision. I said, I'm, I'm not going to be like this the rest of my life. I said, there's got to be something better. I said, my life is going to get better. So it started internally. It started within myself, that, that second voice, that second voice. I said, OK, I'm not going to live like this for the rest of my life. There has to be something I like that saying, bad company can destroy a good character. Did you discover that saying or did you come across it? Um, how did you find it? I just found this, you know, it's basically, you know, what my grandmother and my mother instilled in me. They just poured into me so much. And what my grandmother and mother taught me when I graduated from high school and went off to college, you know, I never forgot everything they instilled in me. I just took that, you know, what they taught me it was just something that I took with me. So whenever I started going through, I never forgot what they taught me. Good wisdom never forgets what's ingrained us once it's good wisdom. Absolutely. And you probably have that wisdom ingrained, even if you're in your 115th birthday, you'll still have that wisdom ingrained you, I think. Absolutely. Because <laughs> I'm going to live a long life. Yes, I am. I received that, Aaron. <laughs> I think we're all going to live a long life, Tommy. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. Life and death is in the power of the tongue. There are so many people, so many people, they speak death. They, they say everything that comes out of their mouth, they're so negative. No, you have to speak life because life and death is in the power of the tongue. And you have to speak it into existence. You have to watch what you speak and what you say because words, what you say, Words have power. There's a saying that says, sticks and stones may break my heart, but words may never hurt. No, I don't, but words do hurt. You have to watch what you say. 
Words have power. Words are powerful. I thought for a moment you were going to say sticks and stones will break my bones, but uh, that's another. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. I don't know if I said that right, but you get the point. <laughs> I, I do, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if I said it right. As humans, we have this algorithm mindset that how we think is how we live. And, and you just mentioned about death, how negative and how we speak with negativity can, can send us straight to the grave quicker than, than being positive. Absolutely. And, and if someone is feeling like that, is there, a, is there a particular way to kind of decode and recode that, that positivity back in? It's about a decision. In your mind, you got to make up your mind. In your mind, you got to make up your mind. All it is is a decision. It's, it's so simple. People make it so difficult, but it's really simple, Aaron. And within your mind, you got to make up your mind that you're not going to be a prisoner of your past. You're not going to be a prisoner of what happened in your childhood. You're not going to be a prisoner of your failures and your mistakes. Because with my life, I just made the decision. When I was homeless, whenever I went through what I went through, I just made a choice that I'm not going to be like this for the rest of my life and that my life is going to get better. I'm going to change. It's about a decision. It is a choice. You got to make a choice that you're going to change your life and that your life is going to get better. It's about a decision because we are where we are right now as a result of the way we think. We thought our way where we are right now. I also think that we're limiting ourselves through our, our mind, like the way we live in the prison. Absolutely. I also think in when we change the positivity, it's we're unlocking the prison cell and there you go, you're free. That's it, I like that. You're unlocking the prison cell and there you go. It's just that simple. You're, you are unlocking the prison cell within your mind. And once you do that, you're free. Once you make that decision, to unlock the prison cell within your mind, you're free, and then you're able to freely go after your dreams and your goals and your greatness. It's so simple, yeah. People make it so complicated. It's so simple. Why do we make it so complicated for us? People make it so complicated because all they focus on is the negative. Because whenever you're negative, whenever you're pessimistic, whenever your mindset is not the way it should be, and you walk in fear, then it's difficult. But like you said, I'm gonna reiterate what you said. When you unlock that prison cell within your mind, you become free and it becomes so easy. And then you're able to go after your dreams. You're able to become greatness. And then you can enjoy the journey and the process to becoming great. Because really the journey and the process to becoming great you were supposed to enjoy it. Yeah, if you're not enjoying it, why, why do it? You know, I wonder if humans, do we reach our ultimate optimized performance in life as well? Absolutely. Do you think you'll reach that stage of self-mastery where, where you've mastered the, the art of motivating and becoming the most energized version of yourself? Yes, I have. I've mastered it. I can honestly say that through everything everything that I've been through my whole life, from the time I fell from the first grade up until now, up until this point, I've, I've mastered it and I'm ready to keep motivating and millions of people and touching people's lives and helping them to master it. 
And you're probably like throughout life, your life, you've been like an eagle learning how to soar and fly. And now you're on top of the tree, ready to go higher and faster and, and be able to soar higher. Absolutely. Yes. Do you think you'd be able to do that as well? Yes, I, yes, I can. If you become the best motivator that you can be, what do you think you will you will achieve next or what, what will be your ultimate goal after that? My ultimate goal is touching millions of people's lives and seeing everybody that I come in contact with, getting them to a place where they can achieve their dreams whenever they can become great. And my greatest achievement will be everybody that I come in contact with, helping them to renew their mind and change their mind and become the person that they're supposed to be and helping them. I, I want to simplify helping them find their purpose and their destiny. That is the greatest feeling for me is helping people find their purpose and their destiny. That is the greatest fulfillment of my life is helping people find their purpose and their destiny. That's what satisfies me, not making the big money, not getting the big checks for motivational speaking. I love people. I really do. I love people and I want to see people renew their minds and I want to see people find their destiny and their purpose. That is the greatest fulfillment of my life. What do you love in meeting people and chatting with them and, un and understanding their, their true purpose? I'm the type of person, through everything that I've been through, I have always loved people. That's why even when I was struggling and going through all of my difficult times, I should have known I was going to be a motivational speaker because I've always had such a deep love for people. I just love people. And I've just always been an encourager. Anyone who has ever met me and gotten to know me, they always say, well, Tommy, you're such an awesome encourager. You just really know how to encourage people. I have a deep love for people and I love meeting new people. I love connecting with people. I love meeting people. I love encouraging people. I love motivating people. I love pouring into people. I love coaching people. I love to empower people. And also, I love to help people get through their problems. I love to help people who are just at their lowest point in life. I love connecting with people who have been through so much, who have experienced so much pain. And me just meeting those types of people and helping them to realize that in spite of what they went through, in spite of what they're going through, that they can make it too. And I love using my story. I want people to see everything that I've been through. Because when they look at my life, when they look at my story, they can see that anything is possible. And that's why I'm so transparent. I failed in life. I've been through in life. I've done things in life. I've failed in life. I've been rejected. So when they see that and they hear that, they can relate to that and that gives them hope. From listening to you, Tommy, it sounds like you're mirroring your own success out to people to, to mirror back their success to you, if that makes sense. Exactly, exactly. That's exactly what I'm doing. What makes you so so passionate about what you do? What makes me passionate with what I do? It's just within me. It's just embedded in me. It's my faith and goes through everything that I've been through. It goes what my grandmother and my mother instilled in me. It's through everything that I've been through. My faith and you know everything that I've been through and just my life experiences. 
everything that I've experienced and the fact that I came through it is my fuel and motivation. And I'm here to pour it onto other people. So when people look at my life, they look at my past, they look at my past pain, they look at my failures, they look at my mistakes, they look at my rejection. They say, well, if Dr. Camel can, can go through that and he overcame it, then I can overcome it too. So I want people to look at my life, everything that I've been through, and they will see that uh, Dr. Camel's been through that. So therefore, I can overcome it too. I can become great too. I can find my purpose too. I can find my destiny too. What lights the fire in your in your stomach to be who you want to be and to do what you want to do? It's just that inner drive. It's just that inner drive. It's just the love that I have for people. You know, it's just my heart. It's just, it's just the totality and the summation of who I am, Aaron. You know, I just love people. Just, I have a good heart. I just want to see people become everything that they were ordained and created to be. And when you got your doctorate, were your parents and your mom and your grandmother still alive? Or was that later on in life? Did you get to see your success? No, my grandmother wasn't alive. But my mother's still alive. Yeah, she was alive when I still got my doctoral degree. She's still alive today. She proud of you to see the struggle that you went through and then the success as well? Yeah, she was very proud. And you probably must have felt that too, going through that that struggle to, to succeed and have a doctorate and be this awesome, amazing motivation speaker as well. Yes, and another thing too, I want to add my wife. My wife, my wife has encouraged me. My wife is the most amazing woman. Another thing, the thing that mainly drives me is my wife. You know, my wife, Kellyanne Campbell. She is such a blessing to my life. My wife is my best friend. She, she is just amazing. You know, I could not be who I am today if it was not for my wife, Kellyanne Campbell. My authentic wife is my wife and my three children. I, I meant to mention my wife. My wife has played the most role in me becoming who I am. A wife plays a very important role in every husband's life in some way. My wife is my all, and she is my everything. She is my best friend. My wife is my number one supporter. My wife has supported me through everything. Tommy, you know, we hear the likes of visualization, motivation, gratitude, all, all these fancy words, but what does it come down to the end of the day of becoming our genius self in some way? Well, what, what boils down to becoming who you need to be in that genius is, it's just a mindset. You have to find that why. That's what it boils down to because I say this, my, my why is my wife. My why is my three children. And I know if I'm not the best version of myself, if I'm not who I'm supposed to be, then my wife and my children will suffer. You gotta find that why. You gotta find that very thing that, that motivates you, that inspires you. Because if you don't have that why, you're gonna give up on life. You're not gonna become who you're supposed to be. Because so many people are on drugs, they're alcoholics, they have addictions, they can't get past their past because it's, it's their mindset. They don't know who they are. They don't have that drive, that tenacity. They don't. They have not identified their why. And so they stay stuck. And so what, what drives me, what motivates me is my wife, my wife and my three children. 
And I know for my wife and my children, I gotta be my on my A game. I gotta be 120%. I gotta be in beast mode, lion mode at all times because of my wife and my three children. My wife is amazing, Aaron. I wouldn't be who I am today if it wasn't for my wife. She changed your whole reality in a, in a particular way. Yeah, she did. Tommy, if tragedy happens tomorrow for you in some way, like you lose something or business doesn't go well or whatever, do you think you come back fighting stronger as a, as a motivator or as, as Tommy trying to be successful like, like he did all those years ago? Oh, I'd be beast mode because I look at in everything that I've been through years ago, I self-motivated myself. I encouraged myself through it. You know, I take the negativity and the tragedy and I go beast mode even harder. And that's what I want to tell people. You know, when you experience tragedy, whatever you go through, don't just give up on life. Don't just throw in the towel and give up because of tragedy. But no, you go beast mode even harder. You grind even harder. Blood, sweat, and tears, 120%, even harder even in the midst of tragedy. Why do we need tragedy in our lives? Because pain, being in the dark, tragedy and pain, it bursts something in us. It it makes us stronger because in this world, you know, there's there will be trouble, but you can overcome the pain, the tragedy that you're going through. It's a, it's a mindset. And what so many people do, whenever they lose a loved one, whenever they experience tragedy, they just throw in the towel and get depressed and give up. But you can't do that. You gotta use pain and tragedy. This is what I always say. You use your darkest moments, you use the pain, you use the tragedy as fuel and motivation to do something with your life, not give up on life. And the people, instead of using it as fuel and motivation i hate to say this people they just give up on life but you can't do that it's about a choice it's a mindset aaron it's a mindset it all goes back to your mind it's a mindset and i say that by experience in the english dictionary in the english language we use why for questions why this why that but yes it's it presents a very powerful fuel to achieve what we want to achieve but why do we use why to understand and feel that outstanding achievement that we want to achieve? Why is very important because I, I'm going to say it like this. You know, so many people, you know, they, they use that word why. You know, why did I have to lose a loved one? Why did I have to go through this? Why this? Why that? You know, why not you? That why is always going to be there for the rest of our lives, but it's how you use the word why. You can take that and just use that as fuel and motivation to become who you were called and ordained to be. Cause that's what I did. Aaron, when I was going through what I went through, I'm really glad you said that because whenever I was going through all of my pain and everything I was dealing with, I always said, why? Why am I having to go through this? Why did I do that? It just came back to me, why not me? I always ask that question, why, why, why? But I finally got past the why, and I just accepted it, and now I'm who I am today. Tommy, tell us about how you got into writing your books. I got into writing my books. I, wrote, I got into writing, writing my books. I wrote two books. Uh, the first book I wrote is titled Dream Big, You Are Destined for Greatness. It's on Amazon. In my second book, I wrote 
anything is possible. Success belongs to you. I wrote those books because I wanted to, uh, I talked about what I've been through in my books and to help people and let them know that no matter what you've been through, no matter what you're going through, you can dream big. No matter what you're dealing with, no matter what you're going through, anything is possible. And they're both on Amazon. It's like Dream Big is on Amazon and Anything Possible is on Amazon. Just go to Amazon and type in Dream Big and then type in Dr. Tommy Campbell Jr. And then go to Amazon and type in Anything is Possible and then type in Dr. Tommy Campbell Jr. And they'll come up on Amazon. Tommy, if, if someone met you on the street and they were a stranger and they asked if there was one piece of advice that you could give to them, either in life or business or motivation, what would it be? Believe in yourself. Believe in yourself. Just that simple, believe in yourself. I'm glad you asked that question, Aaron. I was waiting for you to ask that question, actually. I would tell them to believe in themselves. The reason why I say the word believe in yourself because my whole life, Nobody believed in me, Aaron, but myself. I was my whole life, I was the only person who believed in me uh, up until I met my wife. My wife believes in me. If you could go back and look at your younger self or maybe give your older self a little bit of wisdom, what, what do you think you would say? To you? If I could go back to my younger self, I would tell my younger self, believe in yourself, Tommy, never give up and never allow people to put limitations on you. That's what I would tell my younger self. Don't allow people to put their limitations on you. When I was young, people always put limitations on me. So I would tell my younger self, don't let people put, put limitations on you. In chatting with you and, and hearing your, your knowledge and story, it sounds like you broke those limitations that were placed on you at a very young age of your life. Yes, sir. I was always the underdog. and limitations was put on me whenever I was young. Tell me if anyone is the underdog or limitations on them, what advice or how can they reverse that to be the achiever? I want to tell the underdog and the people that's had limitations to put on you, ignore the doubters, ignore the naysayers. When, if you're the underdog and if people are putting limitations on you, I will tell you to believe in yourself and ignore the doubters. Believe in yourself go after your dreams you may be depressed you may have never knew who your father was you may have had a rough childhood your parents may have been divorced you may be in a bad situation right now but don't let people put limitations on you you can make it through this don't give up on yourself go after your dreams use your pain use your past use everything that you're going through as fuel and motivation to not give up on your dreams and get that why. Find the why. Find the reason to go after your dreams. Find the reason to go after your purpose. And whenever you're going through, whenever life gets hard, don't give up. Don't quit. Keep going because that's what I did with everything that I've been through. I didn't quit. I didn't give up. I self-motivated myself. I got to a place in my life whenever I was young, homeless, and everything that I've been through, struggling. I learned how to encourage myself. And, and I told myself through the darkest times of my life, Tommy, you can do it. Tommy, when you're not motivating or not being an inspiration to someone, how do you relax and turn off and recharge the batteries to be 120% in peak performance? Spending time with my family and, and my faith and 
who I am and uh, just spending time with my, my wife and my children, my in-laws, my father-in-law, my mother-in-law, my brother-in-law, just uh, spending time with my family. Why is family so important here? Family is so important because, you know, it goes back to what I said earlier. My wife and my children are my authentic wife. I got to be the best, you know, apart from being a, a motivational speaker, I have to be the best version of me. I have to be the best Tommy, because if I'm not the best Tommy, then my wife and my children, they suffer. So I have to be the best version of myself so my wife and my children won't have to suffer. Tommy, if people want to find more or listen to your your speeches or grab your information, where can they find you? Just go to my YouTube channel, Dr. Tommy Campbell Jr. If you want to book me to speak, my email is Z as in zebra, O as in Oscar, N as in Nancy, E as in Edward, P as in Paul, O as in Oscar, P as in Paul, 39 at gmail.com. Songpop39 at gmail.com. You can also find me on Facebook, type in Dr. Tommy Campbell Gillian, or just send me an email. And my website is www dot Dr. Tommy Campbell Jr. dot com www dot Dr. Tommy Campbell Jr. dot com if you want to book me to speak just reach out to me and I'm here for you and I'll be there for you Tommy why we, before we finish our conversation there's something that kind of comes to my mind is Dr. Martin Luther King's speech I have a dream and it sounds like you have a dream to make people their authentic and special achievable selves that's it. I'm glad you said that. That is, you know, Dr. Martin Luther King, he said, I have a dream. And that is my purpose. My purpose is to help people become the best version of themselves. And Aaron, it's not just about the money as a motivational speaker. Aaron, there are so many motivational speakers. All they care about is getting the money, getting those big checks. They don't care about the people. But that's not me. I love the people. I want to see the people become the best version of themselves. I want to see the people to come out of the worst part of their lives and become the best person they can possibly be. And then they help the other person become the best person they can be. And then it just keeps trickling down and it forward. And it just goes on and on. I change the person, then they change somebody, and then they change somebody. Tommy, it's been a pleasure having you on the show and thank you so much for coming on. It's been a blast and wow, I hope you are successful and I know you will. Thank you so much. It was a pleasure and an honor being on this show and being on this podcast. I'm humbled and I am so honored. It's an honor to be in your presence, Aaron. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. 
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.